0: Welcome to the show my fierce and unstoppable sisters you have just arrived at a place where we believe in the transformative power of healing the mind body and soul if you're here I know you're ready to overcome the trauma fear and self-doubt that has been holding you back because that was me not that long ago feeling so alone and like I could never fully heal and move forward but let me tell you this it is possible to break free to heal and to thrive But I'm also going to be real with you. It's not going to be easy. Healing is hard work and it takes courage to face the past. But you didn't come here for easy, did you? You came here for transformation. And through my own healing, I learned the key to unlocking our truest selves is by learning to love ourselves deeply and stepping into our power and intuition. So if you're ready to do the work, if you're ready to dig deep and explore the power of emotional healing, spiritual growth, and physical gains, Come join me on this transformative journey that can free you in ways you never thought possible. Hey, welcome back to She Wakes Up. It is gorgeous here in Michigan. This whole week is gonna be in like the mid to high 70s and I have my windows open. So if you hear noise and the birds chirping, I am not apologizing because I can finally have my windows open and I'm loving it. I also hope that you enjoyed the new intro If you noticed, um, I've been trying to work on this for such a long time and I just couldn't get the time to record it. I couldn't get the verbiage right. And then of course, trying to find like a background song to go along with it that fit was way harder than I ever thought. So this was something that I wanted to do back in January (laughs) and I just got to it. So I really hope that you dig it. I am not changing that intro for a minute, just so you know. Um the last couple of weeks have been a little bit of a struggle for me. I'm not going to lie. We've had some things going on um with our family and it's been it's been a challenge, but I'm back. I'm here. Life happens and anybody that's anybody can totally understand that life throws you curveballs that you can't necessarily prepare for. And it it took me back and I felt flipped upside down for a few days after that. Um and I feel like I'm just now getting my traction back and, and things are back to where they should be. But um, yeah, I, I wanted to come on here today and talk to you about healing from trauma because as somebody that has gone through it personally, it is a progression and healing from trauma isn't something that you just get over. It's not something that once you're out of that situation even that it's like, okay, cool, I'm done with that. No, these are things that especially like the longer that you were in that trauma, the longer it takes for you to really heal from that trauma. And it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of different, uh, support to really help you get through that trauma. And even though I've been able to overcome my trauma for the most part, there are still times when I think about it or something reminds me of being in that situation. Um, You know, I am, I'm fronted with something that completely came out of nowhere and took me blindsided and I just, it it just kind of brings me back into that place. So I want to talk about how you know when you're actually healing from trauma, because just like working on yourself, just like working on that self-awareness, the healing is also work. It's practice that you have to do and you'll have your good days you'll have your not so good days, and just when you think things are in the clear, something else comes up for you. So the first thing that I wanted to touch on is when you are healing from trauma, you will begin to start feeling your emotions. Rather than shoving them way down, minimizing them, justifying those emotions, you'll let yourself cry, you'll stop holding back, you will validate and more understand like where those emotions are coming from rather than trying to fix them or get rid of them or shove them down. You'll actually start to acknowledge them and be in touch with those emotions and allow yourself to feel those emotions. And anger starts to subside because a lot of times in healing when we're going through that, we feel very angry. We feel confused, lost. We feel rage, sometimes even You will start to notice that that anger turns more into sadness and loneliness, pain that was left from whatever happened. And so it's like the tip of the iceberg and you're finally starting to chisel that down and acknowledging your emotions, feeling your emotions, validating that those emotions are real. And you go from being so angry and upset and confused to more of like sad, alone, feeling helpless still being in pain and not really knowing where to turn after that. The second way that you may know that you're healing from trauma is that you are living more mindfully rather than mindlessly. So rather than doing things to distract or take away from what happened or the emotions, numbing yourself, keeping busy to just remove yourself from that situation because the last thing you want to do is think about it. You you don't want to feel it any of that so you just suppress it, you actually start to be more intentional and come from a place of value and seeing what happened to you as a lesson and or a blessing rather than something that you need to run away from, a problem, a trauma. Um, It is something that you are actually starting to process and are setting intention to so this could look like asking yourself things like what do i need right now to rest and recuperate do i really need to take this on right now or do i really need to just listen to my intuition and my intuition is saying i don't need to take on anything more i just really need to process what i'm going through and what would really happen if I disappoint other people and tell them no? So this is the time when you're processing things and being more mindful of your time and your energy. Because when you come from a trauma background and you're in the process of healing, you tend to just pour into everybody else except yourself because it helps you to run away and numb and distract you from the real issue, which is, your problem and your healing, but instead we turn that around so that we don't have to focus on ourselves. But now we're starting to recognize that maybe we need to focus more on ourselves rather than focusing on everybody else. So setting those boundaries can be a sign that you're ready to start healing from that trauma. It can also look like you talking to yourself like being more interested and being okay and accepting that you've made mistakes and that your mistakes don't define you and that you don't have to have all the answers right now, that these are just things that will come with time and with healing and that you are starting to accept yourself more and you're starting to get more comfortable with being by yourself and wanting to spend more time with yourself and taking care of yourself and and trying to find those things that light you up again. That maybe never you never had a chance to do or maybe you had to put aside for so long because you were in that fight or flight with what was going on with that trauma and you're starting to really get into touch with like who you are again as a person and also spending time with other people especially people that were important to you at one point in your life and maybe the trauma just overtook those people or you know, you were never really allowed to be with those people or you could just never face those people because you knew that you didn't wanna talk about what was going on and so you just cut ties, you might start to notice through your healing journey that you reach back out to those people or those people will pop up randomly in your life without you expecting it and there's a reason for that. It's because you're ready. You're ready to mend that with them because you're on the process of healing your body releases tension and trauma. So you will start to notice like your physical symptoms, headaches, stomach aches, stress, low energy, all of that might be improving because you are no longer hanging on to that trauma. You're starting to release it and heal, which means that all that somatic stress and your body is also healing. You might start to understand like what it feels to relax and not be on edge so much. Because you're starting to feel safe. As you move away from that trauma, your body and your mind are telling yourself, hey, we're actually safe now. We can release some of this tension. We can put down some of our walls. We're okay. You're more welcome to touch, hugs, um, especially those who you care about and that you trust, because. If you come from trauma, sometimes physical touch can be very off-putting. It can trigger some emotions in you depending on the type of abuse and trauma that you were enduring. And so through the healing process, you might start to recognize that you are more open to that embrace. And that you understand that your physical symptoms are usually a result of your mental health and your psychological state. So the trauma, the depression, the anxiety that stress that we just talked about can cause those physical symptoms that might not have been there had you not been enduring all the psychological and mental health issues. So, when you start to recognize that and put the two together, like when I'm stressed out and anxious, I get stomach aches, I get headaches, I get really, really nervous. Um, you know, any of those physical symptoms you might start to notice are improving. The other thing that you might notice when you're healing is that you reach out for support and you ask for help rather than isolating. And I know from experience when you are feeling that depression, when you are in the moment of that fight or flight, when you're in the trauma, you don't really want to reach out to anybody because you don't want to have to explain your situation. It's just easier to be alone and to try to process it by yourself. But honestly, that is one of the worst things that you can do because you really need to lean on other people that have gone through similar or somebody that is just willing to listen to you without judgment and when you're going through that it can be really hard because again you don't want other people to know what you're going through so acting and asking like you need help is usually on the bottom of the list of things to do So when you're healing, you might find yourself connecting again with some of those people from your past that you can really lean on and say, hey, this is what's going on. I haven't been honest with you. There's been some things that are going on and I really want to allow you back in. I miss you. I could really just use a friend or somebody that is willing to hear me out. And when you've had those relationships in the past, usually you know who those people are that are going to be there to support you in the ways that you need. You might be able to communicate better what your needs and wants are rather than assuming that other people can read your mind because when you're in that trauma state, it's like, oh my gosh, can somebody, like, it's a silent cry for help. Like, I wish somebody could just know so that they know they need to reach out to me, which really that isn't the reality of it, is it? Because that's not fair to assume that they know what's going on with you. So as you heal, you become better at communicating that. And understanding how to communicate, because you know what those wants and needs are for you to be able to heal even more. And you may start to become more vulnerable. You may start to show others the emotion, the frustration, the sadness, um, the helplessness, and just saying like, "I'm at this point where I have been dealing with this for so long, and I don't want to be isolated anymore. I don't want to hide." this about me, I really just want the help and I can't do it by myself. And you begin to shift the self-reliance into more of an interdependence and a connection and community rather than feeling like you have to do this all on your own. You actually do crave that connection with other people. Another thing that you might be noticing while you're healing is that you stop reacting less and you start reflecting more. So rather than being defensive or, you know, just super hyper-focused, anxious, quick and irritable to just interject things, maybe that, you know, defense or whatever, you actually start to look inward a lot more. You start laughing at your traumas and not that it's funny or a laughing matter, but it helps distract you from the pain. So you can turn the pain into something that makes you feel good. And this was something that Um, was offered as advice for our family is that when you are feeling an emotion that is causing you like a depressive state or an anxious state that you want to do something that counteracts that emotion that you're feeling so if you're feeling angry or if you're feeling sad you should watch something that makes you laugh so this is kind of that same thing is so rather than focusing on the pain and the sadness that you're feeling Try to find some humor in it. Um, You notice that your triggers begin to guide you towards healing rather than controlling and managing you. So you know that you may have been self-sabotaging, but you're starting to recognize that your triggers are helping you to steer away from that self-sabotage and actually trying to give you the answers to what it is that you need to better cope and heal. You might understand what your stressors are, what your vulnerabilities are, what your triggers are, and what are some things that help you with that. You might start to recognize that along the way of your journey in healing because you've tried so many things, I bet, and you start to get to know yourself. And that's that whole reflective process is that you're throughout this whole healing journey is really just about getting to know you more so that you can become that person that you were before the trauma happened. And now that this has happened, now you get to become this evolved version of yourself that has endured so much strength and grit and courage, and yet you're still dealing with the pain and the trauma, the confusion, the loneliness. But you're able to identify what is what. It is no longer this jubbled, messy middle And you can actually start to work up an actionable plan to get you from A to B to C. And you can also differentiate the the difference between danger, safety, and trust, especially your mind-body-soul connection to where logically you might have been in a safe place, but intuitively you're like, I am not safe. And same thing with healing is like you sometimes can confuse that you're in a safe place, but your mind will go back to that trauma state that you were in and saying, I don't know, you should probably keep your wall at least halfway up because we just don't know. We don't know for sure if we're safe. So now you're able to differentiate and really relying on your intuition more than that logical brain because you you know better of the situation that you're in. And you begin living in the present moment versus the past or being so focused on the future because you're trying to escape something. You're actually able to appreciate and be present because you know that the past is behind you and you're not trying to go there. And you know that the future is... You know something that's unknown. We don't really know the results of the future. All we know is that being present is, is comfortable because that's really the only reality that we have. And to be able to live in that is safe, comfortable, and it might just be the place that you need to start to help you with your healing journey. The other part is that, and this is the last part, is that you start grieving for something that you never even had because you're feeling so much. You are finally able to embody those emotions. Your somatic body, the physical body, you're you're feeling the rush of emotions just going through you. And you're really starting to reflect and understand who you are on such a deep level. And it's crazy how trauma does this to people. Um, And I know this from my own experience is that when I came up out of the trauma, initially like i haven't healed yet like i healed a little bit but nowhere near you know where i am now but when i started that initial healing it was crazy how much reflection i was able to do in such a short period of time like it was literally my moment where i woke up and i was like oh my gosh how have i been blinded to this for so long And until you have been in that situation, you can't really explain it. And I can't explain it other than you just have this huge rush of reflection come back into you and you're able to really understand like the concept of the inner child and that shadow work. And you're like, wow, there was so much underneath all of this that now that I can recognize it, I know for a fact I will never allow myself to be back in a similar situation like that again. I have learned so much from this traumatic experience. Now that I'm in this place of beginning to heal, I can understand and I can see my vulnerabilities. I can reflect back and understand and recognize all of these things about myself that I was so lost in before. It is like this clear vision. It's eye-opening and amazing. And so you begin to... I didn't get that. Be quiet, Siri. Jeez, she's so nosy. <laughs> um, you begin to tap into your inner child and wonder what it was. Like, what happened that you were in this situation and you, you were so blind to your inner child? And... Those desires and those things that you weren't really able to give yourself or give to that little version of you before. But now that you're overcoming this trauma, the idea of like reparenting your inner child and taking her hand and saying, come with me now, I got you. I'm so sorry that I left you back there. I'm so sorry that I had to go through all of this to finally see you again, to find you. And now that I find you, I don't want to let you go. And I'm going to take you with me on this journey of healing because it's amazing. And I'm here and I know what I need now. I know what we need to be able to heal fully. And I got you. And with this grief can come some rage, some anger, some confusion still. Because you are grieving something that was lost so long ago with that inner child, that shadow work, that you might not be able to identify it but having gone through this trauma and the grieving process and now in the healing process, you can really start to understand your basic needs. And maybe these were things that you were always craving that were never met. Maybe these are things that you weren't able to really pinpoint until you were either in the trauma, which usually isn't the case because you're so in that It's really hard to see clearly when you're in that trauma. But maybe these are things that you're starting to recognize now and you're like, wow, that makes so much sense. And because you were able to recognize this is where, you know, that awakening and that self-acceptance, that awareness of who you are, this is where that happens, is in the healing. And it's so beautiful because I hate to say that you have to go through something traumatic to have this awakening moment. But I guarantee that for most people, that's what it is. And I'm not wishing that on anybody, but what I am saying is that most of us go through something. Most of us have endured some level of trauma. And unfortunately, it takes us getting out of that trauma to be able to understand and recognize holy shit. Holy shit. Wow. You know, what was I thinking? Where did I go for all this time? You know, for me, it was 10 years. Like, it was literally in a time warp. Where did I go? Because looking back, the person that I am now would have never been in that situation. But I was. And I had to do a lot of digging, a lot of soul searching, a lot of reflection to figure out why in the hell I got myself in that situation in the first place and why I allowed for that for so long. And it was a lot of healing. But with that came all of that greatness, the healing that I'm talking about today, that reflection, the grieving, the asking for support and help, the lessening of all of those physical symptoms, the way that you talk to yourself instead of talking to yourself like you're You're less than or you don't deserve and you're not good enough and you're not worthy and you do deserve this shit that you're in right now. That's bullshit, right? But when you're healing, you start to see that. You start to wake up and go, why did I think that was okay? But when you're in it and unless you've been in it, you'll never understand what that's like. When people say, oh, yeah, just get out. What are you doing? This is a shitty situation. Why do you stay in this? Well, damn, you know why? You know the answer. You know, so many people are like, oh, it's so much easier than than you say, you know, like, sure. The true answer is we're not ready to work on ourselves yet because up until that moment, I wasn't ready to work on myself. I sure didn't really know what to do or what direction to go, but I honestly believed that that was what was my life. That was what I was made for, right? Like, this is how life was supposed to happen for me. And that's not the case at all. I needed to see me for me. And I needed to recognize my strengths. And I needed to stop believing all the shit that I was being fed. And I needed to start living mindfully. Mindfully. I needed to begin feeling my emotions. I needed to acknowledge that what was happening was real and I needed to stop pushing it down. I needed to actually release and feel and I needed to ask for support and help. And I needed to talk to myself as if I mattered rather than believing all that negative shit that was thrown at me because I believed that. I believed that for so long that I was this and I was that. You get sucked into it and it's a disgusting cycle and it breaks my heart for anybody that has ever had to go through that or anybody that's currently going through that. But I want you to know that healing is totally possible and these are just some of the ways that you can start to recognize when healing is happening for you as some encouragement to know that yes, healing is a process. And these are just some helpful ways to say, okay, okay, I'm I'm on the right track and I know That it's not going to happen overnight, but tomorrow is another day. And tomorrow is another step. And if you're in it and you're not at that point of healing yet, I really encourage you to start trying some of these things that we talked about. Start asking for help because you're not alone. I know it feels isolating. I know you think that you're the only one that's going through this because I felt that too. But man, would it made it so much easier If I would have had somebody that would have said, hey, girl, I get it. I'm right there with you. What are we going to do? How can we help each other? Because this sucks and this is not what we deserve, right? Start feeling. Allow yourself to cry. I don't care what anybody says. People cry. People should cry. You should feel your emotions. And if you're feeling physical symptoms because you're pushing all of your emotions down, that's not okay. That's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt you in the long run. You are your best advocate right now to get out of that situation and to get the help that you need and to heal. You have to be that person to stand up for yourself, the person that you have been wanting to stand up for you for so long. If you don't have that person, you got to be it. You got to wake up. You got to stop reacting and you have to start reflecting and you have to start creating that plan on how am I going to heal? And if you have any questions, if you have any concerns about any of this, because I know this is a hard topic and I know that you can hear this motivational speak time and time again and it doesn't make the situation any easier. I get it. I totally do because I've been there. And so I want you to know that when I say these things, when I'm talking to you about this stuff, it's from lived experience. It's not me saying this arbitrary situation and I'm saying that it's easy and that at a snap of the finger, you can be out no problem because it's not that. And I know that firsthand. I really do. So if you have any questions, if you need that support, if you don't have anybody and you want that support, please reach out to me. I would be so honored to have a conversation, just hear you, just like give you a virtual hug because sometimes that's all we really need is physical touch, is somebody to say it's going to be okay, right? I'm not here to say what it is that you need to do that's for you to figure out but I sure am here to freaking help you I am here to make it easier for you I'm here to give you some shortcuts and I don't ever want you to think that I think it's easy because I know damn well it's very hard but I also know that healing is possible and that every single woman that has ever endured trauma or pain is deserving of overcoming it and healing And it is possible. And I'm here to help with that. So anytime, please, just know, I know how hard it is to find support. And hands down, I am here to be that for you if that's what you need. Please don't ever hesitate to reach out to me. I take this so seriously for myself and for my family, for what I've been through. And I really, the whole point of this podcast is to help other women not have to go through all the shit that I had to go through. Okay. So I love you so much and I appreciate you being here. And I know this wasn't an easy conversation. You know, this, this topic always sucks to talk about, um, but it's real. And I know I'm not the only one. I know you're not the only one. I have people in my inner circle right now that are going through this and it happens around you more often than you probably think. So these conversations need to happen. So if this is you, have a conversation, whether it be with me, with somebody else that you trust whether it's somebody in a group that you can connect with that is going through similar just don't do it alone because you don't have to all right i will talk to you very soon again thank you so much for being here we do have a couple of things going on right now um we have coming up next wednesday april 19th from 1 to 2 eastern time uh stephanie and i my business partner are putting together a spring Refresh for your money and your mindset. And it's a free workshop. So if you want to sign up, I will put the information in the show notes for that. Our Millionaire's Mindset Mastermind is also up right now and enrollment ends at the end of this month. So if you want to get in there, it's a very intimate mastermind. It's six weeks and we do a deep dive. It's her and I. So you get this intimate one-on-one coaching. You get the support of all the other women in the room. All of the tools and techniques that we use to make five-figure months consistently, and we just help you up-level your mindset and your money. So if you're interested in that, I'll put that in there as well. And of course, if you don't follow me on social media or you're not a part of our private Facebook group, join us, please. It's She Wakes Up on Facebook and at SheWakesUp on Instagram. I recently joined TikTok. I really don't know what I'm doing on there yet. Bear with me, but I would love to see you and connect with you. Just shoot me a message if you want. I just, I love interacting with everybody here and just hearing how the podcast is helping you and what it is that you're interested in hearing again and again. So I love you all. Again, I thank you so much for being here and I can't wait to see you either on social media or in our mastermind or wherever you might drop in. Again, please don't hesitate to reach out because I'm here for you, babe. Love you all.